Welcome to Eternal Purpose Podcast. I'm Jackie. I'm Dar. And I'm Tommy. Okay, alright. We're live and we're in action. Live and in action. You know, first podcast. No. We give God praise. Actually. We we give God praise. First hallelujah. There's so much work that goes into podcasts. Yeah. And we give God praise for trial and error. Bro. Yeah, you know, sometimes obstacles come and knock you down, but what is it? I get right back up. Mm-hmm. Right back up. Right back up. Because there's a mission, there's a goal. And we're going to accomplish it. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Basically, the code that they're talking about. <laughs> we recorded an entire episode and it was corrupted. It corrupted. And the whole file deleted. And the so mic wasn't have, recorded. <laughs> experiences with you guys to get you guys to hear about our stories yeah. and you know yeah so we're gonna just go into a time of prayer at this moment okay father we just thank you for this time of fellowship and um greater understanding and wisdom and knowledge being shared between three of us and with the viewers lord we pray for their hearts now that they would be open and able and willing to receive the words that you desire them to god We give you our mouths and our hearts and our minds and our words, God. We pray that you flow through us, that you speak what you want to speak, that you have your way, God. Every self-exalting spirit we destroy and we cast down now. And we pray, God, that you be glorified in this podcast. You be glorified in this conversation. You be glorified in our lives and the lives of our viewers. Lord, have your way now. Any agenda we might have or have come with, Lord, 
we dismantle it and give it Amen. to you. You have your own way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So leading into the first question, question that we're going to be, or the first conversation. Yeah. Yes. I think, um, not even I think, but the first conversation basically is just hearing each and every one of our salvation stories and how we um, came to be saved and how was that process for like you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, must, must I start? <laughs> <laughs> Let me start because my own. Yeah. 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 Okay guys, so my salvation story, short and sweet, grew up in a Christian household, um, I was baptized I think at 8 or 9, and uh, it was in the Presbyterian Church, so I was baptized in the Presbyterian Church. We were heavy on the denomination um, in my household, like, it was like, you know, it was like a, almost like a boast type of thing. Presbyterian, I don't know, for some reason that was like a big thing where I was. After I was baptized, I didn't really know much. Before I was baptized, I didn't know much, so life was still the same. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, it wasn't like... trying to understand. No, I wasn't trying to understand anything. That's the thing, like, I didn't really, like, it was just like, oh, baptized, wearing white clothes. I got splashed. <laughs> like, yeah, like that. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it's any less of a baptism, though. Mm -hmm. But it's just I didn't know anything, and I still left not knowing, and I didn't, like, mm -hmm. have a connection with the Lord. Years go by, maybe, like... 12 years go by and you know i still don't have a relationship with the lord necessarily but we're christian quote unquote so you know we go to church on like new years um sun some sundays but like i didn't see good examples of christianity except for like people who weren't i actually to be honest like i literally did not um what's the word to use recognize christians if that makes sense like i was a christian but like it's crazy now as a Christian, like I don't know. It's now the Christian like Christian content. You hear worship music on the radio. Literally everything now, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, like you actually experience God and you know. But it's like then I'm telling you, I don't even know if there was anybody that was Christian that I knew. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't like a thing people were talking about. Yeah. I don't know. It's kinda of sad to say. But it's like it wasn't like now you see people in high school and they're like, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that like people are being more bold about yeah, it. yeah people weren't as bold as yeah. following christ you just seen sin all around not like crazy stuff but like you know you're young and your friends are like smoking more than like you know or going over here to this party da, da, da. so that's what life was for me i had strict parents so i wasn't wild like i didn't have room to be wild which i give god praise for that grace yeah, yeah. yeah. i give god praise for that grace because you know, you, you wish you could go out with your friends to things, but that's what helped me and kept me. Mm -hmm. But overall, depression, I was depressed for those years. I said I battled with like depression and anxiety and stuff like that, but I feel like I didn't even go that in-depth of it. But it was really bad, but not really, because I was always like the really um, loud person in a sense. Still, still am, but it's not as fake anymore. The way I said as, because it's like, it's not fake now, but it's just like, it's just me, so it's just whatever. Yeah. But then, it was like, I would feel really, f like it was forced, because I wasn't happy. So I would always be like, dang, I'm not happy and no one knows. So it would, I, it would always be like, I was always yearning, like looking for, I don't know, looking for something to be filled. 
basically because I wasn't gonna act anyone like I, I didn't pray because I didn't want to like ask for anything so I'm not gonna tell hey guys I'm really depressed and I'm gonna kill myself like, mm. like you know <laughs> so I literally tell someone this I was like yeah cuz I was my main fear or weird thing was just like cuz during that the, there's this time where people were like killing themselves like, like Instagram people and stuff like that and I was like dang bro because I'm not writing no suicide notes, so I'm going to just die and no one's going to know. I'm like, yeah, I was like, no one's going to know why. And I'm not going to tell you guys because you guys didn't ask. And not to punish you guys or anything. Life was weird and it was just like, I was just sad, but then it's like, there was no one to help. I had like a therapist and stuff like that. And it was like, and the lady literally quit on me. People's therapists literally quit on them, bro. Like, she was like, yeah, like she said. Uh, mm -hmm. She was like, I yes, don't I know what's going. Yeah, she I said, literally cried. Said, don't put that on me, buddy. <laughs> no, don't put that on me, buddy. Literally, she was like, I think this is our last session. Like, and I'll, she was like, because I don't know how I can help you. Yeah, honesty is important. Like, wow. so it's because like we tried so many things, like. Get a job, like it'll fill your time, it'll distract you. But like all those things, literally she wasn't with therapy, to go, she? she wasn't pointing me to God, and that's why I feel like with Christian therapy, I don't think therapy is a bad thing. Yeah. Like go to the Lord first, but when this things like trying to get organization within your life and stuff like that, therapy can help. But Christian therapy, which will always lead you back to God and the Word of God, mm -hmm. because when you have someone who isn't in the things of God or doesn't know God. They can't they help, you. help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she was like, she, she, therapists usually kind of recommend distractions or mm. like avoidance or you know things that literally don't solve the main problem. Even medication that they they give you, it literally is just suppressing you. Yeah. But yeah, so God literally freed me from. I literally say it all the time, suicidal, not even thoughts. Like I was actually gonna do it. Like yeah, like I used to be like really praying like. That's what I used to pray for. I used to pray that I would get hit by a car. I used to pray that like someone would hit me while I was walking. I used to pray that I would die in my sleep. Like, cause I didn't want to die painfully. Cause I'm not one for pain, like, bro. Like that. I should be really sharp. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like. <laughs> so yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. Thank God for that. I always say it. I don't think anyone knows how so much how deep that is. Where I'm like. Guys, the Lord literally freed me from suicidal thoughts. So that's one thing he freed me from. And I was always anxious, like, because I didn't know what was next. And I didn't want, like, so all that. The Lord literally lifted a weight off my shoulders, lifted off the weight of, I, I don't know. It could have been in that moment that he lifted off the suicidal spirit. But, because ever since then, I didn't feel, I haven't felt it. But, like, I'm telling you, literally weights removed off of my shoulders. Yeah, the scripture says, come to me. All those who are heavy laden, mm -hmm. and I will give you rest. And your rest was him removing all of yeah, those. Yeah, I felt it physically. Yeah. So that's why we say so. Where it's like, okay, back then I didn't know anything. Where it's like, okay, the Lord will call you onto Him. He'll literally draw you. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cause like if I didn't know Him before, and then now I know Him, and literally everything I can literally be like, oh, I, like I literally physically felt Him pull yeah. the weights off of me. Is and draw near to me. And I will draw near to you. Yeah. yeah. God prays for just bringing me into um, a whole nother state where 
from all my years, the I guess I could say eight years, that I'm not gonna blame the state for my depression or for whatever I was going through. But when the Lord led me into my new state, I was able to be in a, like a place where someone was just forcing me every day, like every Sunday, bro. <laughs> every Sunday, are you serious? To go to church, like, or to every night to pray, like, mm, like please, why are you begging? <laughs> That's how I used to react. I used to be like, dang, she's really nagging me to pray. And I would always say I would pray on my own. And then there was that conviction that would come by the Holy Spirit. That was like, dang, like, I'm not going to pray on my own. Like, I'm just telling her that so she can leave me alone. Which would lead me into praying. Which I didn't even know how to do that. How to do that, quote unquote, again. Or the right way. So I would just pray. And the Lord would lead my prayers. That I, and I didn't even know until years, like, years later. I have in my notes. And I imagine someone who never spoke to him. And he led me into a campus fellowship that now led me to my church that I go to now. And yeah, I was saved through the campus fellowship, which any ministry, like literally the Lord can use anyone. Yeah. Like use anyone. Yeah. But I give God praise for the people who allow him to use them, who are willing to be used by him because, you know, it's more um, intentional with that mm -hmm. and with that my life was saved and I'm just grateful and I think it's I don't know if it's two years I don't know it was March I think it is it was March so March. hallelujah, hallelujah. that's my salvation story and it more in depth maybe in the future yeah. but mm -hmm. the Lord is good like I said like, we'll get pieces as we keep talking yeah about exactly hallelujah hallelujah Jackie <laughs> <laughs> Salvation stories aren't always sad, but it's like, God is good, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And it wasn't sad. Like, mm -hmm. that's a testimony. So that's yeah. something to give God glory It's a testimony for. because it's like, uh, there was joy at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, while we give God praise. Uh, for me, my salvation story is kind of like a, oh yeah, we about to... It's a story up in It's like a real story up in here. Um, it's a story time up in here. But no, literally. Though. Yeah, I'm really grateful to God for like change. Um, for me, I grew up in Liberia. Uh, for those who are listening and don't know where Liberia is, it's in West Africa. That's so sad. Yeah. No, guys. No. Yeah. No, no shame. No, but, I, I really just gotta really say that because there's some people who don't know where certain countries are in the world. So yeah. I understand. <laughs> yeah, but I grew up in Liberia, and I, my well, my dad is a pastor, my mother, you know, my grandparents. So I grew up in a, a very pastoral home. Um, growing up back home, kind of like things were different because it's like I was under, like my entire life, I was under God's covering, and I still am in Jesus' mm -hmm. mighty name. You know, so it's like grew up in the church. Um, in the front of the line when it's time for Bible study, uh, <laughs> quoting the scriptures, mm -hmm. knowing the books of, like, literally the books in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, and it's like, you know, on top of my A-game, and I really feel like the shift for me was when I came here to the States from Liberia, because it's like, back home, I wasn't distracted by anything, I, you know... It, like our situation back home was so much different than how it is here in America mm -hmm. because it's like I'm around people who like it was not easily accessible to mm -hmm. me the internet was not easily accessible to me I couldn't it was things that I couldn't see you know so I feel like that was God's protection mm -hmm. back then over my wow. life so it's like coming here to the United States um 
things changed. It was a big shift in my environment, a big shift in the people who I was used to hanging around. Mm-hmm. I had my family, but I needed to, you know, get on my foot by making friends, especially in school and, you know, just trying to now adjust to this new life. Um, so I started middle school. Uh, middle school, I was still in the things of God. Um, very much so heavenly still in the things of God. Wake up every morning, devotional. Every night before we go to bed, devotional. Um, so it's like high school came around and, you know, the enemy really works. Like, sometimes we say, that man is smart. <laughs> like, he's smart. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of like he uses tools. He uses so-and-so, you know. <laughs> so-and-so. So-and-so. <laughs> he uses, like, people. He uses things, you know, to manipulate you. And um, coming to high school, I think that was when, like, my, my walk became a little shaky. Um, I was still trying to be involved in the things of God, still trying to press on, but I wanted to be connected to the world, then connected to Christ. Hmm. You know, trying to forget, like, my upbringing, forget, like, where I'm coming from, forget that my dad, my dad is a pastor, stands in front of the congregation, minister the word, and, you know, I just completely tried to forget all of that, because I was like, that's him, that's his life, that's not my life. You know, God called him to the church. God didn't call me to the church. I just ended up being his daughter. And I, that was really my thoughts. And I was like, okay, that's his life. He's living his. I'm going to live mine. And I think graduating out of high school and coming to, to college, I kind of like a new environment, new scenery, you know, words from other, like literally hearing different voices kind of affected me in a sense where it was like, now I wasn't 100% in my work. I had strayed so far away from God's word, even so far from the church. Um, like when it came to going to church, I was sometimes I would tell my mom, I'm not coming to church. Why? I'm busy. Was I busy? No. What was I doing? Either in my room, hanging out with people that I should not have been around. Um, you know, just not trying to be involved, just not trying to be there. And I will say this because I am definitely the prodigal daughter returned. Um, I, I thought that me being on my own, I knew how to regulate life for myself. I knew, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm 18, you know, I, I know what's right from wrong. I can do this, I can do that, you know, nobody gonna tell me yeah, nothing. You know, man. Well, so it's just so crazy, you know? <laughs> so it's just so, like, and I really thought that I was, I was gonna do all of these things on my own, but you know what's so good about God is that even when we step outside of Him, we step outside of His Word, and we, like, move away from him he never moves away from us you know and i always say this he kept me god kept me he his hands like was upon me and and one of my prayers is i like thank you lord for never taking your hands off of me you know and coming to college like my my freshman year it was hectic like i came into college the, the publicity came, you know, uh, being a part of like SGA, being a part of like different organizations that caused me to be on the forefront, like my face being like very, very out there on campus. I just felt very unbalanced in life, caused me to like draw away from a lot of people that I was close to in a sense where it was like they helped me on my mind, like trying to pull me back to Christ. Like I let go of them and now I wanted to be still involved in the things of the world. And, um, I'm so grateful that, you know, God opened my eyes. And I remember uh, this past weekend, uh, 
Pastor Tayo was saying something was like, thank God for opening our spiritual eyes, you know, to see. And when he said that, it really just like took me back a little bit because God really does open our eyes to so many different things, you know. And the sermon is also very important because sometimes we get so stray away about what is like about what is happening in front of us, and we yeah. want to be so present in these things mm -hmm. and. All of these things are like vanity, like none of these, like if we're not connected to Christ, none of these things are like it matters. So I'm just like so grateful that God was able to pull me out. Like literally he pulled me out. He pulled me out and I'm, I'm grateful for that because. Isn't it weird though? <laughs> like how I said he called me and then she's saying he pulled me out. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, isn't it out. weird though? It's like beautiful. It's yeah. not like weird in a weird way. He like, really did pull me out. And like Barry said, like just later in this podcast, we really just get to unravel yeah. like everything that happened, you know, with our walk and how we strayed away, what God freed us from. God freed me from so many things. Like being a pastor's daughter, I drank a lot. Um, I picked up substances that I substances that I wasn't supposed to. Um, I was involved in things that I wasn't supposed to. But and that's why I'm just so grateful and thank God for salvation because it's like all things have passed away, you know, and all things have become new. I'm a new creation. So now that I'm walking in this newness a lot, like literally Lazarus. Hallelujah. Yes. When, uh, when, when Jesus literally told Lazarus to wake up, Lazarus couldn't move because he was still wrapped in his grave clothes, you know? But when they, you know, but when, when Jesus told him to get up, the only way he could have moved was if they t took him out of that, like bandage um and i feel like that was how my life was when i came when i came back to christ i feel like everything that i was so wrapped up in i was released from that That's so now I, I can freely like walk mm -hmm. in you know in christ and walk in this newness and just like appreciate him for like just the change and the you know the many changes that happened in my life mm -hmm. you know yeah so um, yeah that's, that's really why. like just half of the nitty-gritty of my salvation yeah. story, but you guys will hear more yeah, that's and what I think, it is. And I think mm -hmm. it's so important. And transparency even, like just being very transparent with like what God has freed you from as exactly. a Christian. It's important to share yeah. that with other people. Because it's like now if you tell them God saved me, what did he save you from? Mm -hmm. Like now that I see that you're walking in this new light, yeah. you know, when you used to be this way before, mm -hmm. but now like you can literally tell there there's a transformation. Yeah. What is it that God freed you from? That's because right. people want to know. You, you know? don't want to like yeah. the 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 first episode is in a sense like just like a kind of what is what do you call it when it's like the first round. So like appetizer. The first this episode is kind of like an appetizer, <laughs> yeah. you know. We're not going to admit it's not that you know you're yeah. not gonna be like. Mm -hmm. But you know we will go in depth because like she said like you can't share your testimony without not in a sense telling all the details but it's like for you to tell people what the Lord saved you from. Like you can't just say the Lord saved me. What did He save you from? Because yeah. this is a testimony that can help yeah. someone else. Yeah. So yeah. Hallelujah. We get back Hallelujah. Yeah. So my testimony. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like everybody's saying, it's just like what I want to say is like sometimes I like I was just thinking about it when everybody was talking and it's kind of making me emotional. I seen. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I seen a tear set in yeah, my eye. Like, <laughs> emotional. And. Uh, I love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I it's, love it's, you. It's, it's it's amazing to see how God calls each and every one of us to like Himself uniquely based off of like how we grew up. Because like Tommy, she didn't have the the parental guidance or whatever, and she was a shepherd by a church, but 
he he calls her in his own way and Jackie was shepherd she left he called her back in his own way so it's like beautiful but for me honestly I also I'm a PK my mom's a pastor, my dad's a pastor, my grandpa's a pastor. Hallelujah. And some people are pastors. So I was getting emotional also because thinking about my testimony, I grew up in the church, but like I always, I didn't really have anything else to hold on to besides God. Like that was everything I was. And growing up, I was like consumed with ministry. Like my mom was in ministry. I was always helping serve at the church, cleaning the church after church, setting up church before. So like I was always doing stuff in church, always in service. So that became like who I was. Like I was the church girl. Like I always knew the Bible stories. I memorized verses because honestly that was how I felt that I, I, I would earn love mm. if I did those things. Mm. Um, so that became like something I, I held on to as my identity. Like but not as one that was loved by God, but somebody who served God to be loved. Mm. Um, wow. So even my testimony ended up being in high school when I first experienced the love of God that came from nothing. Like I didn't do anything to deserve it. I was even in rebellion. Like we all have been at one point in time. Like I was angry at God. My parents got divorced. Like, and they're even ministers. So like being a Christian and then seeing Christian people, like, mm -hmm. be human as well is, like, as a child, it does something to you. Mm -hmm. So, but my, like, God kept me, honestly. He kept I mean, me. That's the word. Like, when yeah. I say it was my lifeline. One thing I remember is, specifically, I was in high school. Okay, so, like, growing up in church, when I was younger, I was, like, the church girl. But I wasn't really, like, having an intimate relationship with God. I was just going to church and doing things to get approval from people and from God um but it wasn't until this girl invited me to church in high school and I went there and I saw all these young people worshiping God shout out to Remnant Youth Ministry this is something that you birthed but um or you helped birth oh, and yeah. like I saw all these people worshiping that were young adults and I was like bro like I'm a Christian like why am I not experiencing what they're experiencing mm -hmm. like they're jumping they're laughing they're happy I'm like I want to experience that too because I was also battling constantly with depression. Mm -hmm. And that's not something you can talk about with your pastor parents. Like, yeah. they're going to try to rebuke it out of you. Yeah. But I was like, I want to be happy too. And I remember I rededicated my life to Christ. And I found community there. And um, honestly, the Lord, he did a lot of work in me during that time. And I was I was able to experience his love, his presence. Yes. His, his, I started speaking in tongues during Maybe that we'll year. Like I, I was truly becoming a new creation. Yes. So that was wow. really beautiful. Hey, my people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and even like with the whole strict parents thing, I had yeah. strict parents, so yeah. I didn't really have time to Especially wild out. Strict African parents too. And that was another thing that the Lord was keeping me as yeah. well. And there's a lot more things I, I was saved from that we'll get into later. But I guess the moral of the story is even if you grew up in the church, I, I hope that you, you get to know the Lord Jesus as your personal friend and yeah. comforter. Because even that's another thing I want to say. Growing up, that's the, God was all I had. Like, I really didn't have that many friends that I could hang out with. I didn't, my kids, my didn't let me go outside. <laughs> but like, I didn't, I, I didn't have the freedom to hang out with people that much. Mm -hmm. And I went through a lot growing up, like, a lot. So, 
that was all I had. I would just cry to Jesus and I felt that he would comfort me, but but there was still a distance there because there was a lack of revelation of, of grace and mercy and, and what he did on the cross. So I hope that, you know, if you did grow up Christian and you have church hurt, because mm. I know that's something I went through, church hurt. I hope the Lord reveals himself to you in his holiness and his perfectness that you would understand that we are just imperfect people serving a holy God, a perfect God. Yes. And so that I pray that even after this, you would look to him to be the author and the finish of your faith and not to the people that were supposed to be better examples to you. Yeah. On behalf of them, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I also, I urge you to find God to yeah. yourself. Amen. That right there, though, like really find find God for yourself. I think that's so important because sometimes uh, we tend to forget that our parents' walk with Christ is not our individual walk with Christ, and that's what I really had to just like process. That regardless of the fact that my dad is a pastor, my mother is you know heavily involved in the things of God, they are not going to be the ones that give account on my life. I'm going to have to give account for the life that I live. So just because they are doing the things of God doesn't mean that that is my ticket to heaven. I have to literally experience God for myself, walk in him for myself, abide by his word for myself. Because when the day of judgment comes, I will stand up in front of Christ and I will have to give him account for everything Jackie did in this body that he has given me to live here on this earth. So that was the process that I had to go through. Like, yeah, their walk is not your walk. Your personal walk is your personal walk, and their personal walk is their personal walk. So, yeah, that's just one thing that yeah. um, hmm. to really get people to know. That's why I think it's so But, yeah, the, the three, the two, maybe three things. I guess now. One, new creation. I am a new creation. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Like, oh, my gosh, that literally is the, the word for today. Mm -hmm. That was it. And then he kept us. I was like thinking the whole time, like, wow. Because like the Lord doesn't, not to say, but like with the term, the phrase that we keep using, he kept us, it's like almost, it can be kind of controversial. Like not like, it's almost like how, if you were to say something like the Lord keeps what's his, like it's like, okay, that's true. But it's like what happens to someone who, in a way, they, they didn't, they weren't as protected. Does that mean that they weren't kept, you know? Because we talked about this last time we recorded where it's like, we know that some people have these um, type of personalities that, you know, they can't do certain things. They could not have done certain things that other people did or mm -hmm. are yeah. doing or whatever. But it's like, there's someone who literally did the craziest quote unquote stuff and, and the Lord still kept them. Yeah. So it's not basically off of because we didn't party or yeah. we didn't, you know. I party. Well, yeah. I party. Exactly. Like, I party. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. The thing. I party. Uh, not extensively, <laughs> but exactly. yeah. yeah. Party. It's I don't know. Sure. They like, probably got a few videos of me and Kelly. And other places, but you no, know, that's embarrassing. And, and that's just what yeah. it's like. That that was us when we still wanted to satisfy our flesh, and know? that's why it's like so. And overall, even that phrase, like you know. People aren't wicked. Like, you hear the word wicked and you think it's, like, the craziest thing. But it's, like, like we said, wickedness is literally just anything Without apart from God. Yeah, like, girl. the flesh, like, we're wicked. Mm -hmm. Apart from God, like, literally our flesh is literally, a, when you say consumed by the world, we're the example of, like, when a fish 
is out of water. It's desperate to get back into water. In the same way, us, when we're out of sin, our flesh is desperate to go back into sin. Like, mm -hmm. where it's like, that's the fight that as Christians we have every day. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, where we keep using the phrase new creation or the Lord kept us. Because it's like, new mm -hmm. creation, where you're new and you're created new or you, you come to Christ and you're like, but the thing is, it's a constant battle. It's not that, oh, the Lord kept us, so now we don't face the same trials that we face. Not, let me rephrase that. Not the Lord kept us, and we don't face battles, basically. Mm -hmm. Where we don't face things in our lives where it's like, yeah, temptations. It's like, no, nah, we still face those things. Every thing, day. Every day. But the thing where we keep using the phrase of the Lord kept us is because we acknowledge His grace through mm -hmm. all those situations that we've yeah. been through in the past and the situations that we're still overcoming or things that are to come that we haven't even seen yet. But it's to actually, we're acknowledging the grace of God. Yeah. Like, when we say He kept us, it's the fact that even to have faith mm -hmm. that you know that something may come up, but mm -hmm. you know that the Lord will help you get through it and the Lord will help you overcome it because it's not by our own strength. Mm -hmm. So the new creation thing is really... Being, back, being put back into wholeness, mm. where it's like unity with Christ again, because it's only through unity with Christ that we'll be able to live this life. Yeah. And that's what this whole new creation thing is, because yeah. when, when Jackie was talking about Lazarus, and I started talking about how Lazarus was in a perpetual sleep, or in a sense he was dead, even so, take that and come into people who, not to say, but it's like they're living within the world. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're physically dead, but they're sinning. And the Lord says that the reward for sin is death. So if they're sinning, they're not alive. But you see them breathing, and you think that they're here. But the thing is, they're in a perpetual sleep where they are not what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, the Holy Spirit is, is like, they're, like, in a sense, where it says, do not quench the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, the Lord... They aren't led. They aren't spirit-led. Mm -hmm. And anything outside, literally, what? Rivers, the Holy Spirit is like rivers of living water. When it is within us, literally, he's sprouting, literally flourishing. Mm -hmm. So if you're, mm -hmm. if it's life, if the Holy Spirit within us is like rivers of living water, mm -hmm. if the Holy Spirit, not to say isn't within you, but if you are quench, quenching the Spirit constantly with sin mm -hmm. or living within the world or whatever. Yeah. It's to say, like, it's death. You're, you're not alive. And what just, like, can rely in the sensor is, like, we have an iPhone. You cannot use an Android charger to charge an iPhone. Mm -hmm. You need an iPhone charger to charge mm -hmm. an Android charger. So as vessels, as, as God's Best. children, mm -hmm. as us being vessels of Christ, we cannot use the sources of this world to fill us up. That's why every time you do things that are not... According to God's will, you feel drained. You can't use dead you know? things to bring life. You know? Yes. You feel drained. Because it's like, now that Android charger you have, hmm. you want to use it to charge your iPhone, mm -hmm. it won't work. And that's what you were saying you know? earlier about looking for things to fill you up. Like I, yeah. You Literally, up I was constantly looking dead for... Dead things can't bring yeah. you life. Yes. And not to say... But that's the thing. Again, we're mm. wick, to be wicked... It's not what you think someone who's doing which, or they're, they're seeing someone and they're killing somebody. Yes, that is wicked. But wickedness is anything outside of God. Yeah. To be evil, God is good. Mm. Anything outside of God is bad. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. wicked, 
Yes. Yeah. So people are, are not necessarily wicked, but you know, they're consumed by this world. Mm-hmm. And when so for this episode where we're talking about our salvation stories, basically what we mean for salvation and what we mean for he kept us is we are all alive. Yeah. Like and not in, and we're not just alive, but we're alive in Christ. In Christ. And we've opened up our hearts to receive him because we have now received him. He lives in us. You know? So now everything that we do is him that is working mm-hmm. in us. You know? Exactly. So it's like at this point is if anybody sees you, it's not Jackie's doing anymore. Exactly. It's not Dar's doing. Mm-hmm. It's not Tommy's doing, but it's God's doing mm-hmm. it's god that is allowing us to breathe it's exactly. god that's allowing us to even talk right now share this yeah. story Hallelujah. it's god that even put that thought in your head to mm-hmm. say create a podcast you know share your story with with people you know so that you can even pull them because the podcast again ephesians yeah. 3 yeah. just over i will we will say Ephesians 3 11 okay. but we will really say all of ephesians, ephesians three. chapter 3 because yeah. we know that we were placed on this earth to glorify God. Within creation, the Lord created each and every vessel on this earth to glorify Him. Mm-hmm. So if we were made to glorify Him, literally we kept, we listened to the song Yahweh, and we'll leave the link in the bio, but the heavy thing of literally where she said, He lives within us mm-hmm. every breath. So Lord is, He's literally our breath. Literally. So if He created us for His glory, to bring glory to His name, Anything outside of the the thing that the purpose that he created us for is outside of his will. Yeah, if you're yeah. not bringing glory to the to the Lord, if you're not bringing glory to Jesus Christ through every action that you do, if you're not being led by Jesus Christ, you're not within his will. Yeah. In a simple way to say. So so now the question is like, what do you want to do? What's the next step? Yeah. And that's where salvation comes in. Yeah. Oh, so you, we open the space. For you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Heavy on the Lord and Savior. Believing that he died on the cross for your sins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we can even go into that. That he carried that burden. Yes. He took that weight off your shoulders. Yes. The Lord is good. And we know everything. All the time. All the time. God is good. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Welcoming into that space of salvation what does it mean to be saved like it's just to actually see yourself as what we are dust we are dust because dust we were formed and dust Dust we will return yeah so literally we'll return to dust but it's just through christ even the fact that we're here so if life is to bring him glory it's just to accept the fact that without him in a sense Mm -hmm. we can do we no, can't fulfill me. what we were here to do, yeah. which is to glorify him. We need, and that's even grace within itself that he is allowing us. He helps us to glorify him. It's almost like, it's like literally almost like how a teacher literally, like that's why the, he's the best teacher. Where it's like a teacher will literally show you how to pass their class. They teach you to get an A in their class. Yeah. And you know why the word, why we have the word? It's the word of the God word can teach us. In the beginning. How to live the life that God has yes. blessed. Yeah. So if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. believing that he died on the cross for your sins, believing that through him dying and rising again, mm-hmm. that you have eternal life, then you can bow your heads and pray this prayer with me. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, I just tell you thank you, Lord, for all in all your mercy and your grace, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, Father. 
I just come here humbly, Lord, asking that you just cleanse me of all unrighteousness, Lord. Cleanse me of all iniquity within my heart, Lord Jesus, and make me a vessel that's holy and acceptable to you, Lord. I want to open my heart, Lord, and welcome you in, Father, asking that you tra transform me into a new vessel, Lord Jesus. Father God, transform me into a new creation. Allow me to be used for your kingdom, Lord. Allow me to be led by you and your Holy Spirit, Lord. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins, Lord. And I believe that you rose again so that we can just glorify you, Lord Jesus, Father God. So that we can be used, so that we can access you, Lord Jesus, Father God. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord. And I just pray that this prayer is sealed by your holy blood. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> so, Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. After that wonderful prayer, we're going to let you know a little bit more about where we go to church. So if you're nearby, you're looking for a home church, new believers, you just gave your life to Christ, you're looking for somewhere to fellowship, we're going to let you know where you can do that using the places that we go to, but also we're going to try to find a link that will be posted so you can find a church near mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And if you need transportation, a way to get there, you don't know how to get there, please don't hesitate to DM us, comment, any way you can to, to reach us, please do, and we will help you. Please yeah. do, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I go to Harvest Intercontinental Church, located in only Maryland. It'll be somewhere in the description or in the video <laughs> or on the screen. So you know yeah. where to look for that. Um, we fellowship and only Maryland, and once again, if you need a ride, let me know. And I go to Harvest Intercontinental Baltimore, uh, where one of our branches from Harvest Intercontinental only, and that is in Baltimore, Maryland, um, mm -hmm. like Baltimore City area. Uh, also, that'll be in the description below, so definitely if you guys need any means of getting to church or directions on how to get to church, Please, please DM us and just, you know. But there are also Harvest churches all oh, over. Yeah. Like, if you're watching from a different state, there are churches literally all over in our different country. In yeah. different countries. Same that's, that's thing that's the same for, for God's for God's God's So I go to God's Women Assembly, which is in Columbia, Maryland. We go to God's Women yeah. Assembly. And uh, God's Women Assembly also has different branches all across Maryland, mm -hmm. all across the country in the United States, and outside of the country in Europe and Africa as well. So once again, like Darling said earlier, we'll try to leave a link down below for yeah. people who are outside of Maryland or you know outside of where any other of our branches are and are looking for a home church so yeah okay so guys that concludes episode one oh my gosh that concludes episode one y'all and this was such a beautiful a beautiful episode um we give yeah. that praise yeah. but guys you guys will be hearing our beautiful voices next week and seeing our beautiful faces next week. Thank you for but, joining. you know, before we leave, y'all, we just wanted to make sure to let you guys know to follow us on all of our social media platforms on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, which is now X, as well as YouTube. Because you gotta be updated, you gotta see what we got going on. And you gotta stay tuned. You know? <laughs> and that's our TikTok. Oh, that's you our stay Instagram. Tuned. So all of our links to our different social media platforms will be in the description below. Mm -hmm. And 
honestly guys connect with us stay in touch also our personal instagrams are going to be listed down below as well so if you guys want to reach out individually to either one of these beautiful faces you can and we will respond back to you we got we will interact with you as well but we look forward to seeing what you guys have to say you know just your feedback will be greatly appreciated and, and for prayer requests yes. please DM the page, yes. DM us personally, we'll yes. make a Google form, put it on our link tree, yeah. and yeah. Because we're we open the prayer yes. for you guys. Prayers, testimonies, yes. really anything. We can have a little, like, you know, yeah. section in the podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. But what they say, that's a what? Wrap.